Welcome to Welcome to Smoke with us. I'm Blue. I'm Eastwood. Welcome to our virtual smoke circle. Smoke circle. I got kind of tied up there. We are, uh, you know, bringing back the chem dog. Another round. Yeah, the classic. The yeah. legendary. Man. Chem so dog. Yeah, so we're bringing back chem dog for another round, guys. And gals. And non-binary people. And whatever the fuck else. Um, animals, Aliens. dude. What if like animals listen to us? That'd be crazy. Anyways, I am at a. Well, I'm sure there's a dog or something. Oh, we're va- we uh, roll two joints. Hello, doggo. We smoked one. We've been vaping on a Pax three, and then we have a bowl just waiting. Yeah, we have a joint and a bowl waiting. I would say I'm at a seven point five. Same Z's. Okay, so at this point, catch up with us. Pause it. Um, and I guess uh, we'll see you on the other side. And we're back. <clears throat> okay. That was a little bit of a break there. I could have jumped into your catchphrase, but I didn't know if you wanted me to. I don't care. I feel like I would have jumped into it and you would have been like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of like, it's like weird. Like, I'm like, I know I started it, but like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So uh, for all you loyal listeners out there, <laughs> um, Blue actually is now a fucking writer for a cannabis mag yeah bray yeah and well i don't know if it's a mag technically but yeah um there we go. Yeah. we were trying it messed up yeah. but anyway uh yeah so i'm gonna be published about it's about cannabis it's specific the first one specifically about chemdoc yeah and i'm gonna be writing there multiple times yeah it's, so, pretty, it's pretty good yeah super exciting so check it out we'll post about it so, yeah. we'll let you know when it's all out there. But yeah, woo woo, hoody hoo, dog, woo woo. Does yeah. that make me an expert? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. I would say no, but uh, I would say when you I'll, write, I'll receive the title. I would say an expert is. Maybe this is overshooting it a little bit. Got put in your ten thousand hours. But Stephen King. I mean, yeah, he's a fucking expert at writing. Well, I didn't just mean, I didn't mean writing. I meant like cannabis more, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, some would say he's like more than X. He's like a legend. Yeah. Legend. Like Hallmark. <sighs> he writes so much. Yeah. He writes um you two know, books a year. You know, he has like at least like 86 novels out. I think it is. Or it might even be more. And the list is like not definite, meaning there's sometimes he writes under like pseudonyms. Yeah. So like, they're like, he could have more books out there. Think about being someone who has such a vast imagination that you literally can write two, like 600 to a thousand page books a year. See, I think there's a lot of people that have that imagination. I think the writing part of it is more. Yeah, that's true. The actual practice. Do you know what I mean? But so, to have, okay, to have Because, like, there's then. other authors that write big books, but they can't do the output. You know what I mean? To have, like, both then. Like, yeah, the perfect to, to have, storm. Yeah, you're right. To have the combo, 
pretty nuts. His son is trying to write shit too now. I heard it's good. Well, you know Lock and Key on Netflix? Yeah, it's from him. Yeah, well, that it's his graphic novel. Yeah. Yeah, I heard it's really good, both the Netflix and the... That's not fair, man. Comic, and I heard the comic's better. Oh, that his dad could like yeah. mentor him, essentially. <laughs> like, you get a free fucking person that is probably teaching you when you're a kid. Or teaching you whenever you want, yeah. Yeah, like, he's like, hey, you want to learn how to write a book? He's like, of course I do, Dad. I I'll love you. I'll give you all my secrets, because you're going to take over the dynasty, son. And he just, like, purposely does traumas to his kid to be like, that will make you a good writer. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, love traumas. I wonder if his life is actually, like, really boring. Stephen King's? Yeah. yeah. I don't know much about I mean, him. he just, like, lives in Maine. No, but like, like a small town in Maine. He's growing chilling. up, like growing up childhood. Oh well, so like every so every interview question, every time I've seen anyone interview him, they're like, "So what happened in your childhood? What do you think anything happened in your childhood to inspire any of this?" And he's like, "Usually, what people are saying is, how fucked up was your childhood to make you this crazy?" <laughs> and, yeah, and he's like, For sure. and he said, he's like, "I don't think there's anything in particular." And he's like, "I just always kind of liked." Boopy stuff. That's Random. legendary, man. Like to be able to write two books a year, have an imagination, have a whole fucking universe that is endless. Like I even think about it. I'm like, I don't think it ever ends. Like he might have, but he, what he should do is he should just write a shit ton of books before he gets like too senile and old. And just like, that's what he's trying to do. But no, but like things that aren't released. Right. And then just like, for the next 30 years after he's dead, like just release a book every year. <laughs> a new, like fucking, <laughs> like, a new, like, like Tupac albums. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tupac's not dead. No, but yeah. Dude. I love that conspiracy so much. The Tupac isn't dead. I absolutely love it. Is it just because you like the fact that like, it's so crazy that it's like just, maybe he could like fake his death. Yeah. Or are you saying, do you like it? Cause you're like, ah, oh, then he wouldn't be dead. And that makes me feel good for Tupac. It's like a little bit of both. Like it's but so, like which one is it main? Like be honest. It's the crazy part. Okay. Yeah. So like, it's so crazy that like people are like, yeah, he lives in Jamaica and like living on an Island and no one knows where he's at. And da, da, da. I'm like, bitch, come on people. Just so crazy. Well, and I think what makes it even more crazy is his family. And slash like that he that has like he did, did just keep releasing albums after he yeah. was dead. But like Prince did like Prince wrote like a shit ton of records. But also that's a little different because it's fucking Prince. And he's a psycho. Well slash are some of the records though that people Not, I don't know him personally or didn't know him personally, but if I remember correctly, there's some of the records that like people think he's like alluding to 9/11 sometimes and stuff. So that happened at, like he released in like 2003. So they're like, wait, how would he know about 9/11? Conspiracy. Um, but then other people are like, he's not alluding to 9/11. But uh, that and man, stuff like that, like that's like the Chappelle skit that had like <laughs> this new dram jam oh from Tupac, God. and then he's like right over there with the mustard shirt, and you're like, wait, how's he know this? He's supposed to be dead, yeah. like, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Prince confused me so much as a young child. Because you were like, I'm attracted to him. Does that mean I'm attracted to girls? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, mom, is he gay? Like, I remember asking that. She goes, no, he's just like, you know, it's just sexual. Like he's into himself and he's into women. And I was like, I feel like he's gay. Like, I just like had this feeling inside of me. I'm like, he wears like the crazy shit, which I love it because I love androgyny. But at the same time, I'm like, He's the only person in the world that could be like that. And people just like Elton John is the only person in the world that can be gay and not be crucified for it. 
in like other countries because he's Elton John. Like, oh. oh, you play, you piano man? Oh, <laughs> you know, like shit like that. I'm like, like back in the, like his time when he was out, like he had no fucks in the world. Oh know? yeah, no. Yeah, I've, I've said many times like Elton John's so good. He was able to be out of the closet like 30 years before anyone else. I feel like gays were probably jealous of him back then. They I had mean, to have been. Probably. Uh, and because like people would be like, wait, isn't he gay? Don't we hate gays? And they'd be like, shh, man, just listen. Just listen to that piano, <laughs> just man. Li- <laughs> yeah, and they're just like, shh, 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 shh. Let the sparkles like, just blind Afternoon you. Afternoon delight. He's like, I'm pretty sure this is about him fucking a dude. And then he's like, shut up, man. Just think about your lady. <laughs> dude. And then, and that every, has to be And then happened. everyone was like, Afternoon delight. If we have because it doesn't matter who you are, we all like a little afternoon delight. If we have any listeners that are straight and that are specifically men, and then went and saw Elton John, <laughs> saw uh, some kind, had a similar experience to what I just described. Please let us know what your opinion on that is. Yeah, dude, it just like it just baffled me that Prince was so flamboyant <laughs> but so straight that we know of. And then like he fucking had like movies about himself and his like vault thing. Yeah. That he never wants to be released. Yeah. And I'm like, why would you do that? Why would like, why I've would asked you-, you that? But you say you want this. I don't, so you tell me, I don't know, man. I'm thinking about it more now. And I'm like, if I, if I do a movie about myself, I want someone to watch it. Like I'm going to want like multiple, like if I'm famous enough to people give a fuck, I want them to watch it. Why would I film a movie to just like, Hide in a closet. I don't know. You talked about filming 30 years of <laughs> television oh. like an episode or two ago <laughs> and not showing anyone. It's like, you tell that's me. That's hilarious. Dude. Yeah, that's true. You tell me. Oh, we should call this contradiction corner. <laughs> he sweats contradiction corner. No. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's just odd to me. And he has like tons of albums, I guess. I feel like you attack the same, the same. You know what I think you do? Which is like, this is not a judgment. It's not good, bad, whatever. I'm just saying, like, f- what I think I'm like starting to figure out is you attack, attack, it depends on, I think it depends on your mood, but you attack the same subject from completely different mindsets and you compartmentalize it. Yeah. So like, if you're feeling like, man, I wish I was just like, so like, like financially free i could literally do whatever the fuck i want like film up film a tv series for 30 years and then i fucking show anybody because yeah, i can so yeah. if you when it like you when you like are one of that hype that's how you attack it and then you compartmentalize it so then when you're thinking like yeah but like actually filming something why would you just like not show anybody when you're like not on that like other train of thought and then you <laughs> attack the same thing and you're like why would you do that man you know, like people have like, like Beyonce has Sasha fears. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I have a part of me that's like the, like, like the little devil on my shoulder type of deal. Right. The one that's like, fuck yeah, let's get high. And just like <laughs> fucking not going to work, bitch. <laughs> Video games all night long. No, like that's how it feels sometimes. I'm like, whoa. And then there's like the part of me that's like real. That's like, Oh my God, like, no, you can't do that. Like, what are you doing? And I'm just like, fuck. And then there's the, then there's a middle part of me. That's like, I want both. Like Dude. I want to feel free, but I want to also be. Like, I, I get what you're saying. Like there's like the, the person that like you want to control. And then there's the side that's like, no, we have to have the boxes in order. Yeah. And then you have the other guy that's like, fucking, I'm free. My dick is out. Yeah. I don't care who fucking says, 
fuck you. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> that's hilarious. And then I and then me, me as a human flesh, am the balance between the two. <laughs> the other two are so crazy. They're they're out. I literally think you just like described Buddhism. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Like the core tenet of Buddhism. Dude, you have to watch that Joe, one Joe Rogan. Actually, I'm recommending it to everybody because it's literally probably the most interesting podcast I've ever listened to, like, period. This guy is just so interesting. I think you'd relate to with him in so, so many ways. Like, this guy went to go into Israel when it was like no one was allowed in except, oh, no, no, he, he could, you could get allowed in, but he, he snuck in. He was an illegal immigrant in Israel as an American citizen working for illegal immigrant, like wages on like farms and serving things. Right. Damn. And then he read in this random magazine. It might've been national geographic where they're like, Hey, the Congo is so dense. Some people think there might be dinosaurs that still live there because yeah. some of the tribes people have described like a dinosaur essentially living in there. And he was like, that's so fucking cool. I have to go find it. And so he goes from being an illegal immigrant going into the Congo, who was in the middle of a civil war. So you could only get in if you had like business. So he convinced this one guy to be his like bot. Like he was the bodyguard of like this toothpaste exec. that was going to the Congo for like business. And he sneaks in and he tries to find this fucking dinosaur and it goes like crazy awry. He almost kills somebody. It's like nuts. And he's very honest about what he was feeling while he was doing it all. It's just like the craziest fucking shit. His name is David Cho. And he's I feel a like Korean. That would happen to me. Yeah, dude, you have to. If I just like let loose. Like pre warning, <laughs> this is a four hour Joe Rogan, but it just keeps going. You're just like, fuck. Is there like, fuck. is this set that's like a part of me that's like, I want a four hour Joe Rogan? You want one? Yeah. I mean, yeah. To be that interesting to talk for four fucking hours. <laughs> Woo, bitch. He's he's pretty nuts. You should watch it. It's nuts. It is cray cray. Yeah, no, that sounds fucking nuts. We all should go watch it right now. Matter of fact, pause this, and watch it, and then come back. <laughs> and come back and then relate. Actually, no, don't, because then you won't come back because it's four hours. <laughs> You'll lose track because you're high. Yeah. But, um, so this came to me. So we, okay, I'm just going to give a preface. We don't have to go here if you don't want to. We can't even take out this part. But I, I I meant to talk to you about this, but I just remember it now. So you know what I'm talking about? Totally fine. But so I was watching like a documentary thing about like human psychology, about like being re- like about toxic males and females, and, like being raised in environments with them and da 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 da. And like a sign of. And I, I only bring up this part because it like stuck out to me about you. But like someone raised around like toxic women, one of their biggest things with like relationships and love is keeping count. Dude, because yes. that's like a toxic Dude. feminine thing. I've talked about my family a lot on here. So if any of them hear this, I don't give a fuck. Anyways. No, dude, it's so fucking true. Dude, I, all my life, I've had to, defend myself and I've had to make sure that like, cause people fucking lie. Yeah. And, and like, that's why you, that's why I keep receipts is because people fucking lie and they try to pull one over on you and say, no, I didn't see that. I'm like, bitch, here you go. Bam. Right. Here's a fucking, you know, whole book. Yeah. 
of all the shit that you've done. And, and I know it's an awful part of me, but like, I'm trying really hard but to like, change it, but it's fucking hard. But like, like for, for example, is like uh, women that have a hard time making friends with other women. Like they literally have like their psychologist will literally point it out and like make it an exercise for them not to keep score of what they do or the other person does in the relationship. Because if you're raised in that environment and stuff like that, <clears throat> then you will and affects your relationships because you're like keeping track to make sure everyone's like doing their part. Yeah, dude, it's, um, it's fucking crazy. And it's not so much that even like they, um, so it's not like, it's just like they fucking like, just, they play these goddamn mind games. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, that's part of it for sure. But in the, at the end of the day too, the fucking receipts don't even matter to them. Like it doesn't fucking like, it's just, I oh, know, I know you're talking specifically about your family now and I a hundred percent agree with you, but I'm just talking about these mind games and da, da, yeah, da. that's what does sure. created people. Yeah. And it has to do with like the toxicity on like the feminine end yeah. when people like don't help, like aren't good for sure. But I was just like, whoa, like it hit me and I was like, that's what, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> That is fucking crazy, though. I never even thought about it like that. Yeah, it was a super interesting because because I know we're focusing on the female end, but they also had the like the male end, and that, yeah. was, that was super interesting too. Yeah, but um, but yeah, male who? Male what? <laughs> I said males who? Like I don't have male people in my life, like role models. Oh, <laughs> well, that's sad. If you can relate, I don't know. Just relate. <laughs> if you can relate, I'm sorry. Relating. We'll be friends. Um, we live in. Have you heard about Save the Children? Um, like about save. Have I heard about Save the Children? Okay. My, my gotta, parents adopted gotta, four kids. Yes, I gotta tell you about something. So, like <laughs> the other day, you texted me and you're like, "Why are you getting all this pedo shit?" And it literally struck such a chord with me that I was like, "Why am I getting all this pedo shit?" <laughs> I was like, "I don't like kids. I know that's uh, not it." Real quick, pedo pedo shit. Meaning like, like controversies or things coming out about like either pedophiles actually getting arrested or someone maybe being a pedophile. Yeah, like or, Jeffrey Epstein shit. Oh yeah. Stuff like that. That's what that's, yeah. that's what I'm And Ghislaine, which is not how it's fucking spelled. Oh, I know dude. I, it has Fuck to be French, bitch. right? It has to be. Yeah. There's no way it's not. But, um, yeah, I'm just like, what the fuck? And then today again, save the fucking children. What is it? It's like this big campaign to stop like human sex trafficking and oh, like okay. just kidnapping kids in general. Right. And I'm just like, what in the fuck? Like, I feel like too, like, I feel like there's this thing that's happening. People are like trying to be like, Hey, look at this. Hey, look at this. This is happening. We need to fix Like figure out something out. And then the media is like, bury it, bury it, bury it. But there's like, it's like this pressure going back and forth. Yeah. It's like, it kind of gets out and then it gets buried and then it kind of gets out again and then it gets buried. And I'm like, Fuck. Just unleash the beast. <laughs> Get it all out, guys. Let's just have a therapeutic I feel like, purge. I, I feel like this is also hitting the side of you with aliens. And not saying that they're like actually connected to like aliens are involved, but like where you're like, just tell me the whole secret. Why yeah. you're, you're like feel like you keep like kind of bumping into a secret and you're like, why won't they <laughs> fucking tell me everything? Well, because I don't like when people are like, hey, I have something to tell you. Oh, wait, never mind. Fuck you. Like, don't fucking tell me that you have something to tell me and then say, never mind. Oh, I know. The worst. You don't like, need those kind of people in your life. If you have them no. in your life, get rid of them. God. 
Mm-mm. And if you're one of those, change right now. Just like when in people, this moment. When like managers at work come up to me and they're like, hey, uh, I want to talk to you for a little bit. Like, just come get me before you leave. And I'm like, well, like, I'm not busy now. <laughs> oh, I know. Dude, I've, th- I've said it before, but I'll just briefly mention again. Because every time I think about it, it's like, ooh. Is one time my boss literally texted me. And like, not recent boss, past boss, but texted me like at night. I was like, hey, I need you to meet me. Like basically for a breakfast meeting. <clears throat> and we have to talk about stuff. I was like, is this a bad talk? He just didn't message me at all. Oh, fuck that. I would have driven to his house. Well, and then he texts me in the morning, like as I'm waking up. Yes, it is. I was just like this goddamn son of a bitch. What? Oh, oh my God. What, what was it about? I was almost fired. Oh, shit. And because honestly, in my opinion, because of a lack of leadership and miscommunication. But yeah, I mean, because I genuinely don't feel like I changed anything. I just feel like I like, I don't feel like I really changed anything. I felt like I just changed a few things I said. Oh yeah. Or like was loud at certain times, like in yeah. a good, like in the way they wanted. And then it was done. But like my actual work didn't change at all. Yeah. So to me, it was the lack of leadership and um, a miscommunication. Um, but I mean, I could have a lot of things to say about that place, but, <laughs> but yeah, so I, like, I was almost fired. Oh but God. it was just like, are you serious, bro? You're just going to leave me on this kind yeah. of shit? And then I hate the like thing too, where they're like, like, they're like, no, just like come see me when you're done. And I'm like, okay. And then I go and see them and they're like, what the fuck, man? Like, it's not really even like serious. It's like other people get away with it too. And I'm like, why are you even talking to me about this? Oh, right. Like you're still like, I'm still doing my job. I'm still great at my job. And right. you noticed me. So that's why you saw that. But there are like 15 other people doing that too. So shut the fuck up. Right. Yeah. Oh man. Things so turned around at that job though, especially towards the end when I was leaving. Like everyone's so nice. And like, I like for whatever reason, finally got in like, trusted position and I could tell and uh, it was a really chillaxed job I was leaving they were like are you serious please no and I was like leaving bye and uh, but like I I stayed on part time to like help the transition like I I showed up on like the big day that I worked and um, and also to show how much my pay was fucked at this place my next job was technically a part-time. Don't get me wrong. He gave me, ended up giving me like 30, 30 to close to 40, if not 40 hours every once in a while. So, but it was like technically part-time. Uh, paid twice, if it was not three times as much as my full-time job there. So working part-time for both That's places, fucked. I made so much more money than working full-time just at that place. That's so fucking stupid. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, it felt so good when I was leaving that job because everyone like was kind of like, no. So how do you feel since we're talking about jobs? I saw this today on uh, Philip DeFranco's show. I haven't seen today's. How do you feel about Uber and Lyft potentially having to give their employee or the people who do their like drivers um, like employee benefits, like pay time off, sick time, yeah, like health like insurance do it for realsies. Um, uh, I don't know. So what? What I mean by that is, 
as far as for the workers, yeah, obviously, yes. You're right. I, like, I, I definitely think there's a problem with, like, a lot of work things. You know what I mean? And how employees are treated and da 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 da, da. But a big part of that has to do with, like, overall how we work. You know what I mean? And when I when I say that, I mean, like, literally things that do affect our daily lives. Like, if things start shifting, we need to realize things will also shift. Do you know what I mean? So, example is either if it, I don't know if their business model works with those types of employees. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, the weird thing for and so me. so, I feel like, oh, sorry, I feel like one of two things is going to happen with it. If not, both. So, I guess one of three things. One, they'll probably it'll probably be way harder to be one of those drivers. And on top of that, <coughs> um, they'll have less because they have to pay them more. So, um, rides in turn will be more expensive. You know, that's exactly what they said. That's what Uber and Lyft was saying. They said that they would have to get rid of, because California is doing this. So they said that they would have to get rid of, if California enacts this law, Uber and Lyft will have to get rid of 3 million people. Yeah. Like that work for them. Yeah. Because they won't be able to afford it. Yeah, and that makes sense, in my opinion. Well, the weird thing to me, with the way like Philip DeFranco was explaining it, it's like the government wants, it's, it's almost like the government wants to control Uber and Lyft because they can't right now. Because I guess a bunch of the workers are saying no. They're like, we want to just keep it how it is. Like we're fine. Well, because they realize they'll get fired or da 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 da. Or like, here's the deal. Here's here's part of the honest truth about Uber and Lyft. It's a great job for people who have a hard time getting jobs. One, two, it's a good part-time job. There's that, and they'll for sure get rid of those people. Yeah, it's just something that you can just like pick up on the weekends and make a couple or, like extra bucks. Or they'll shift everyone to part-time, and then people who were relying on it as a real income source will then not be able to have the income. Yeah, I just don't think it should happen. I don't. I think if the employees want it, yes. But if the employees are like, no, keep it the way that it is, then don't fuck with it. Yeah, I, I agree. There's also, I mean, and this, like I said, I, it plays into a lot of things because what we also have to realize is if we, if we go a route where we like make a lot of stuff start happening, like the... These are like, like, I'm not even saying these are downsides necessarily. It's just like what we have to be prepared for. Like if we all can afford better, like, as, you know what I mean? Like if, if everything starts going up, like you have to pay certain people more prices go up. Do you know what I mean? So like, we should probably bring a lot of stuff back home. That's what uh, Corona has shown us. You know what I mean? Because like we had all these things that like kind of got choke pointed when it first started. So we need more manufacturer at home, blah, 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 blah. But like bread will go up. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. And I'm not saying that we'll make everyone the same level. I, I think it would equal out better. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I mean, there's a lot of people that are basically like, I want to get paid more, you know, but still have like my dollar hamburger. And it's like, or like I want a better process through the, like the industrial service. You know what I mean? Like food industry. I still want a dollar hamburger. And it's like, you can't have a dollar hamburger. You have a 250 hamburger though. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and like, and I'm saying that because the reason we got prices so low is because of a lot of bad things. So if you like low prices, you kind of have to be okay with bad things. Yeah, for sure. I think it's like, I cannot believe the minimum wage is seven twenty five. Well, I can't believe it still is. That's ridiculous. 
I know, dude. Ten that bucks at nuts. least. Like ten dollars is, I think, what the minimum well, should be. Here's the deal. I, I. So it depends on your philosophy on a lot of things, but all I can say is in my own personal experience, fifteen dollars because I, I like came out of college working for poverty, dude. Like I was below the poverty line of the United States. Uh, <laughs> and I was not living in a below the poverty line type place. There's a reason I was renting a room in a basement of a family. Like <laughs> but um they uh when I felt like I could start breathing <laughs> as far as financially, it's like, oh, I can actually like buy something. Uh and not not realize that I'm gonna have to like not eat lunch. Or, or something like that. Uh, it was like when I was making fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah, no, I like, like, and that that's that's like the moment I was like, I have a little extra cash at the at yeah. the end of each month. Yeah, and I think putting it at ten, saying hey, you can you have to pay someone ten dollars. Well, will encourage people to go a little bit above that. I think. Well, slash there's uh, slash like part of the philosophy is like minimum wage is not necessarily what you're supposed to strive for. Like you get a minimum wage job. And then in theory, the thought process is I'm not saying how well it works, but you know, you work your way up. So if your philosophy is still that even at 10, if it's more breathable at 15, do you know what I mean? It's like, and then you work your way up or whatever. Yeah. It's like not that far. Like 725 is far. You have to, you have to work there long enough to get literally twice as much money. Especially when bitches are giving you like 30 cent braces. Oh, I know. Like, dude. I'm never gonna get there at 725, bitch. Oh, I had the dude. So I was working a summer job. No one realized it was a summer. I told the manager it was my summer job, but no one I worked with realized it was my summer job. So people are like explaining how I can make the most money because, like, you get you. This job was in an oil town. It was a Pizza Hut in an oil town. So they were super understaffed because oil pays really good money, and a lot of oil people just need people. Like, if you wait long enough, you'll get an oil job. Um, of some kind. And, um, like I almost had an oil job, but pizza called me first. Uh, <laughs> well, cause I waited two weeks. I applied at all the oil places because some of those jobs are fucking cush, dude. Like my dad, I was trying to get on this one company where you were just like a gate person. So you just waved in the trucks. Like you saw, they like showed you a thing. You waved in the trucks and you waved them out and they came like twice a shift. The rest of the time, you just sit in your booth and do whatever the fuck you want. So this guy talks about how he was just like brought his iPad and would just watch movies the whole day. And you guess how much you got paid? 20 bucks. 25. Oh my fucking just stabbed me. And I was like, that's my job. Why? <laughs> that is your so job. I, so I was going for it. And uh, so I waited two weeks for the oil company, right? And they didn't. So I finally started applying. I saw Pizza had a job for delivery drivers. And I was like, okay. They hired me on the spot. Oh, shit. And so I was like, I guess this is my job. And then literally while I was driving pizzas, I got a call and it was an oil dude. I was like, I'm sorry. I already got a job. Well, actually, I didn't even, I didn't even take, I didn't even ask him because I was, I knew I'd switch to the oil job. I knew I'd switch. So I was like, no, I need to be a good boy. So I'm just going to tell him, no, I already have a job. And he's like, okay. And then later on, he, this guy pulls into a gas station that I'm walking out of and he goes, he goes, um, he's like, Hey, duh, 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 do you know, like the, like the best Chinese place around here? And, uh, for those of you not watching, well, we can't have you watch. So for all of those of you who are listening out here, uh, I'm a bigger dude. So he's definitely asking me cause I was fat. 
<laughs> That's so <laughs> Because funny. there's a reason he's just like, hey, man, you. But then he's talking and then he was like, and he saw my Pizza Hut outfit, outfit and he goes, uh, he was like, what's your name? Told him my name. And he's like, did you apply for an oil job? I was like, yeah. He's like, I called you like two days ago. And I was like, oh, man. And he had his oil uniform. And so I knew. I was like, fuck. He was. And it was the oil company I wanted to work for and everything. I was like, oh, my God, God damn it. But uh, so it's super understaffed. Uh, I got 850. I got to keep all the tips. And they did pay overtime. And it's so understaffed. You always got overtime. So I'm working like 60, 80 hours a week. And my parents had moved. So I had no friends there. So it actually was like fine with me. Like, <laughs> like um, and I had two set days off. Because I was like, hey, man, I have to have this day and this day off. And he's like, okay. I told him before he <laughs> hired me. So I was like the only person that had set days off. Like my hours in between could be whatever the fuck. But I only had set days off. It was nice. And um, and so, so my check alone was lots for a pizza delivery guy job. Because I was making a quarter or I mean, I was making like half or twice as much as my check was supposed to be because of all the overtime. And then I got to keep all my tips. It's an oil town. There's a lot of cash and people are ordering pizza all the fucking time because there's oil people just staying in hotels with a lot of burnable cash cash. And so they just call you eight guys are ordering like pizza. They all chip in for the tip. So you leave with like 60 bucks. Why are they understaffed? The Pizza Hut? Yeah, I don't get it. Because the oil town. No, but what I'm saying is... If you like, just wait long enough, you'll get an oil job. But that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> You make a lot of money regardless of what job you do. Because but you, you just make said, more with oil. Well, no, for sure. But that's still, why. like, even if you're like hard up for a job. Well, that's why That's why like they always had a core cast. Because the core people were like, I still make pretty good money here. Why? <laughs> like, and I usually deliver pizzas and listen well, to whatever and, but I because, want. But the, and part of the reason they were understaffed is because they're constantly understaffed. And like the town orders a lot of pizza, you it's it's a lot of work, and it's hot. Like one time the the uh, air conditioning closed, like shut down off. It's the middle of summer, so inside the building, so it was I think it was a hundred and five that day. Inside the building was a hundred and eleven. I would and just they just bought home. popsicles. And they were like, just go in the freezer and eat a popsicle if you get too hot. And no but, way, man. I was a delivery driver, so I, I got to leave. So I was like, praise the Lord. And it was the only time in my life I've walked out outside in 105 degree weather. I was like, oh, it's so much cooler out here. I feel so good. <laughs> like, like, I was like, never thought 105 degrees could feel so good. Why? <laughs> but uh, so that's why they're understaffed is because like uh, they never have like a dishes guy. So like dishes are, you, if you're a cook, you also have to do the dishes and da da da. Anyway, uh, so they're trying to like explain to me the race scheme. Like they're like, duh, duh, duh. and then if you bring someone in and they stay on for three months, then you get 50 cents. So really you can just keep climbing. And, and like, I just like zoned out because I was like, bitch, this is my summer job. Like, <laughs> like I am leaving. <laughs> this is not my career. Like I'm just saying this is your career choice. But like, then you can own a franchise. <laughs> I wish that they still did that. That would make sense at least. Cause then you could be like a 15 year old quit college, just work at pizza hut and be like, I'm going to order on five of these. <laughs> right. <laughs> God. But there's no more rising like that, bro. No more rising. Sad day. Kim dog just feels so good. It does. Just feels it good really on your does. face. Yeah. The oil town was weird too. <laughs> what? 
the oil town. It was just weird. Yeah. Actually, I can say it was Woodward, Oklahoma. Yeah. It was, it was it's kind of a weird place. I liked it though. It has like two main, main roads and like everything's on that main road. So in some ways you feels like a pretty small town. But at the same time, it's population is like pretty big, especially with the oil. So it's like deceptively big. And it's also like deceptively like, like for a town of its size, it has way more stuff than it should. Like it's like, yeah. like you're like, oh man, I need to go to, I need to like, you're like, you think like basically it's like, oh, you need to go to like this to buy, buy, you know, a specific store. And you're like, shit, I might have to go to like Oklahoma city. And you look it up and you're like, we have one. It's like, yeah, it's by the Walmart. That's funny. And it's just like, sounds like this never have one of these. And you're like, cool. <laughs> I hate small towns. I don't hate small towns. I hate certain things about them. And it yeah. depends. Well, and it depends on how small we go. Because I've lived in a town of like under a thousand people. I kind of hate those towns. Everything closes at six, like literally. So it's like, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to bed. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, Oh, everything no. probably opens at six in the morning. Yeah. The only thing that stayed open late were the bar and the pizza place. There was one pizza place. And the only reason the town has a pizza place is because one guy just like, I think we'll make a pizza place. Like those towns do not normally have like, it's not like That's every hilarious. small town has a pizza place that stays open and has a sit-in <laughs> area and a little arcade. He was just like, I want to, this is what I'm going to do in this town. And then everyone's like a restaurant. Yay. <laughs> we'll support. We like pizza. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. And so it's like, if you want to go out to eat, it's like, you want burgers? You want to go to a bar? You want pizza? How do you feel about artisan pizza? Artisan pizza? I mean, I'm very for because I just love pizza. Secret dream. You ready? I just, like, if I hit 40 and I'm just like, you know what? Everything I've searched for in life, I just did it. You know, like, just don't feel, feel like, even if I was successful or whatever, I think I'm just going to throw myself wholeheartedly at like becoming a chef. Like I've already decided, like if I just don't feel good and like, cause, cause one of my biggest issues with chefs, like if you want to become a real chef and like a real cook and like make it like your career, I'm not even saying like a famous one, just like, you know, you're in that industry, like really in it. You just have to dedicate your whole life to it. Like, you know, you're working like nine hour days, easy. Like that's easy. Nine hour days, usually more, um, you know, you just have to live it. I don't want to live it. Like there's a lot about it that I like. I think like maybe was a chef in a past life, uh, but not this one, except if I'm 40 and I just like, I just can't figure anything out, man. I just want to be like a uh, two chains and I want to get really What happens high. if you get there and then you realize like, I just want something and it's not here. Then I'll just go to my home and I'll smoke weed by myself. <laughs> In a pool. Okay, but like, what if while smoking weed by yourself in a pool, you were like, I want something, and I think throwing my whole life into this would do it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so think about it like that. Anyways, but if I did do it, I think my like my secret goal would be to create like a three-star Michelin pizzeria. <laughs> like to figure out how to make... But you don't have how to $40 slices of pizza. God. Uh, yeah, okay. If you're going for three genre Michelin restaurants, like you're not being like, and it's cheap. <laughs> That's true. Like, true. <laughs> it, it is supposed to be a expensive thing. Can I? Okay, so, okay. I don't know how I would, but I'd figure it out. If you do this, 
I want to do, I want to request one thing. And then my, th- my second restaurant would be a place that I call like Munchies or something and make it like three star Michelin high food. Okay. So it's all recipes from like high people. Yeah. Hear me out. I want to make an appetizer for your pizza and your munchie one. That is the pizza. Is it a pizzeria appetizer? Or you just throw in a random one because the pizzeria, I want it to be a pizzeria. Like it's super themed. You'll enjoy. I don't know if it's pizzeria themed. So maybe on the munchies. So, um, but fried pickles. I literally want to perfect fried pickle and make it like the fucking best. Like I want the batter to be extremely perfect. Everything. Temperature. All that shit. Right. But I think, and I do, I'm not saying this in any disrespectful way because I want what you, you are talking about. And I think we're on the same level with this. But I think your perfect pickle is like fried pickle. It's like the epitome, like the top, 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 top of like diners, drive-ins and dives. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's that kind of pickle. Oh, so it's not even like three-star Michelin pickle, bitch? Okay, I'm about to describe what a three-star Michelin pickle would be. It's going to be like a crazy batter with like some like fucking herb from Scandinavia and like da-da-da-da-da. And the pickle, I can guarantee you, will not be straight dill because it needs more complex flavors. So it's going to be well, like, we'll figure it out. I'll it's going to be your own homegrown, like yeah. sweet and sour, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Let's do it. And then you're just like putting like a vinaigrette on top and then you eat it. So you're, you're saying you want the bougie fried pickle. Yeah. I was not expecting that. I want both and I'll make both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just diverting guys. to both because you want <laughs> to prove me wrong in this? No. Um, but I literally just love pickles. Oh, I know. We're Except for sweet pickles. I'm not a big fan of sweet pickles. Me but either. beyond that, they're just so fucking good. They're really God's gift to earth. Well, it's more like man's gift to earth. God gifted cucumbers. Oh, I think, uh, I think I got it. I literally think I just got a text from a little kid to like her friend being like, Hey Maddie, are you riding the same bus this year? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea who this is. This is a random number. I I feel bad, but I'm not going to respond. Oh, 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 I know this number now because I just opened it. I have three messages from this number uh, starting March 30th. New phone. It's Kayla. I have no idea who Kayla is because uh, even the Kayla I think of would have not have my contacts. So I have no idea. Then, April 21st, happy birthday, all caps. Not my birthday. Uh, it's not for me. And now, hey, Maddie, are you riding the same bus this year? I, mean, I think she thinks she's losing a friend. And I, <laughs> <laughs> and I feel bad. But I feel like it's best just not be to. like, this isn't Maddie. Uh, I, I feel like, is it best to respond? I think because she's texted you three times, maybe just saying this isn't Maddie. See, but I always feel like that's or harsh. Wrong number. Sorry. Or sorry, wrong number. Yeah, maybe. At she's going she gonna to keep texting, bro. I feel bad because I'm like, oh, girl. <laughs> sorry, boo. Actually, though. Oh, no, it's Kayla. Never mind. I, was gonna be like, I feel better if it was just a dude trying to Mac. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Like, hey, bro, it's not happening. 
Like that's fucking like like a friendship hurt. Like <laughs> I'd rather be catfished than for it to actually be. No, 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 no. I mean, like, no, no, no. I'm saying like, if it was just like I could tell it was a dude macking. Oh yeah, like yeah. that. Then I really wouldn't give a fuck. I'd be like, hey man, yeah, you're you're shooting at the you're shooting your arrows at the wrong place. Uh, but like <laughs> this feels like it, bitch. this feels like a friendship slowly dying and. <laughs> And she said bus, so that's like real young and kind of weird. Well, I mean, at least high school. Yeah. Just because you weren't a bus kid doesn't mean there weren't bus kids in high school. No, I was a bus kid. No, you weren't. We carpooled. Well, not in high school, but like <laughs> to like seventh grade. Yeah, I know. But you're like real young. You could be 18 riding the bus. That's true. Fuck <laughs> <But> that. <laughs> Sorry if you had to ride the bus at 18. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Oh. I know someone who had to ride the bus when he was 18. I never had to. It was like a big thing about my dad. He, I think I think my dad had sh- shame riding the bus when he was younger. Not that you should. Uh, I'm just telling you my dad's issues. And so he was like, my my kids will not ride the bus. Oh, my God. <laughs> so um, I'm not 100% sure what that was about, but it was he was pretty passionate I've, about it. I've done some. There's been some shit happened on a bus man. oh dude i've heard so many stories about buses that I was almost like i wish i was sounds like it was anarchy yeah dude like you know how many friends i have that their first like like to some degree sexual experience like whether it was like seeing a seeing a boob for the first time or whatever or like touching a pp for the first time was like on the yeah. school bus dude those bus and drivers like, and i'm saying i don't know about good experiences all around but dude those bus drivers had zero control I know they just they had have a bunch of little fucking just terrorizers. I know and all, yeah. in the back jumping around and throwing paper planes at people. I fucking got talked into one time and I am not proud of this. I got talked into one time. Do you suck dick on a bus? No, God, no <laughs> by, uh, so I'm not proud of this. Um, I had a friend and we we actually quit being friends. It was like a, it was like a, he was like my bus best friend. So there's this guy that was like my bus best friend, which is weird, but no, you make relationships like work wives and shit. Yeah. He, <laughs> we used to send the bus together cause we had a pretty, we lived pretty close to each other. So, and we were like pretty early. So we'd all, one of us would save a seat like towards the middle of the back. Oh dude, that's the best when you got a bud like that, dude. Yeah. And that's why we were like bus best friends. And so, um, one time he dated this girl and broke up with her. And, you know, she was growing her hair out and her hair is like super curly. And he was like, hey, she's a bitch. And she pissed me off. Throw this gum in her hair. And I was like, no, man, that's mean. And he's like, I was like, why don't you do it? You're the one that dated her. He's like, because it's too obvious if I do it. He goes, but if you do it, he's right. It's not obvious. And I was like, oh, my God. And then he's like, told me what she did. And I was like, you know what? Fuck her. Yeah, give me it. <laughs> threw it in her hair. She never found out who did it. She finally found out like later, but it was like years. Like, right, in, right, like right. in high school, we talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, she was like, did you know that like my mom literally wanted to kill you? What? She, my mom was so upset and I didn't, she was, I kind of figured it was you too, but I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want you guys to get in trouble. She was, my mom had to cut. Wow, she looked out for you guys. Mm-hmm. Wow, dude. She was a real G. Yeah. Her you mom, guys did her dirty, but she was a real G. Her mom had to cut the gum out of her hair, like literally cut it. 
Man, what did you do? To hawk this thing like a professional <laughs> pitcher? It was big red, and I like had like a couple pieces in my mouth, and I went like that, and I just like threw it in her hair like a pretty like quick and snappy throw. Yeah, and it just like, and she had enough hair to where she didn't feel it. <laughs> and bro, dude, oh my god, she didn't come to school the next day, and I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> you're like, I have no, I destroyed her. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna get in so much trouble. <laughs> oh man, and it kind of like. I think kind of hindered me and his friendship. Do you really? What it be, was it you like with like a secret resentment for him? Yeah. Or like a, I was like, why'd you make me do that, man? Like that was I mean. I feel you. I was like, that was really mean. We shouldn't have done that. And he was like, yeah, you're right. I was like, fuck you. Dude. <laughs> you made me do this. You did this to me. To your, and they ended up getting back together. Oh my. I think that God. was what did it for That's me. That's what would have done it for me. I was no. like, dude, fuck you. And literally when they got back together, he started sitting with her. So I was like, what? Yeah. Oh, dude. Dude. Loyalty, dude. dude. Loyalty. And I took a bullet for that dude, basically. That's what I'm saying. Or shot one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, my no, gosh. Like, that's the shit that kind of happened on the bus, man. It was just like, it was so, and then like the fucking like high school kids that were like kind of lame, but also like the king of the bus, because that was a thing. Yeah. Oh, well, yes. The king of the bus. Yes, it was. Okay. Uh, so we have a mutual friend that was on the, one of my mutual friends bus. So, you know, the dude, uh, he, he was, okay. I need to think of a way to say this easy. Okay. So I'm just going to name two people. So one, we're going to call Corey. And then the other one, we're going to call Oni. Oni was the king of the bus. Corey was our mutual friend that rode the bus. Oni comes on the bus first day. I want to say it was freshman year, but I could be wrong. Just already know when he's the king of the bus. He passes out a fucking seeming chart. No way. And guess what, bro? Everyone but Corey, because Corey is a natural rebel, uh, and a lot of people hate him for it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they hate him for a lot of reasons, and not all of them are unjustified. And <laughs> but he was like, so he's like, no fucking way, man. But everyone listened. Oh my everyone God, listened. And, okay. <laughs> Fuck that shit. And you know what's hilarious? So Corey has told me the story. Like this was a while back. But you know, Oni, the reason why he was so popular, not only in our church, but not church, school, but the king of his bus, he's smart, dude. When Corey was like, not fucking move it, dude. He was like, all right, man. Da, 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 and like started shooting the shit with him. Basically being like, hey, man, that's fine. I just thought this would be a good plan. Da, 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 da. And basically was like, I think you're cool, basically. Like he basically just like did a little like dickle, like, you know, take a dick, tickle, a dickle to uh, his pride. And even Corey told me the story. Just being like, can you believe that guy? I mean, he's not a bad dude, but who, who does that? Like he like defended him as a person, but just like sometimes he does some, some stupid things. Right. And I was just like, wow. He's a genius. Like, <laughs> no, for sure. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I was like, even people that rebel against him are like, I mean, he's a good dude, but like sometimes, sometimes he gets a little too hot headed. Yeah. Uh, him and I actually got into a Facebook argument <laughs> recently. Yeah. He got mad at me was for it political. Yeah. He got mad at me for posting something that he said was fake. And I was like, I don't think it is, but okay. And he was just like, why are you like, spewing the shit to people and then he like like not nah, he didn't block me but he just deleted me as a friend i'm like 
What was it? Don't fucking, I don't fucking remember. So it could have been fake. <laughs> I don't know. Probably. I don't know. But like, come on, dude. Like, just talk to me like in the DMs. Just be like, hey, dude, it's not that hard. I feel you. Dude, I've seen people cut. I saw one dude. So like someone reached out to him in the DMs very politely. But then he like posted the DMs in public. He was like, if you're not brave enough to state on my comments. And I was just like, dude, you're being a real asshole about this. Yeah, don't do that to people, guys. Like, if someone's trying to, like, resolve it behind closed doors, let that happen. I mean, that means they, like, actually feel like they have a relationship. Or, like, or like they're trying to do they the right thing. They value something about you. So, yeah. they're like, hey, they're, I want to make sure, like, you don't hate me. Or, like, they're like, hey, I think this is a real discussion. Let's have a real discussion. It's There's a lot of, like, that. that's the move. The DM is the good move. That's the yeah. adult move. For sure. So slide my DMs, people. <laughs> except except like, be like, hey, I like, I, like, I like the sound of your voice. I'll be like, oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks so much. Hi. Uh, Are you about to go Delilah again? <laughs> Dude, I want to meet her if she's still alive. I'm pretty sure she is. I don't think she's that old. I could be wrong. I want to meet her and be like, you serenaded me. Okay. Well, let me just break it down to When I heard Delilah, have I told this story before? I mean, I talked about her, but I haven't we've definitely like, talked about her and you've definitely painted a lot of Delilah pictures. So I don't know if any of them were like what you're about to share. So but. here's the Delilah picture of why I love her so much. One, it's soft rock for a busy world. Yes. <laughs> Two, it was at a time in my life when I was like, I did not want to be somewhere. There's a specific place that I was at and I was like, I don't want to fucking be here. And it was like, you know, just awful. And she would be playing. And Are you purposely he, ignoring the place you were at? Well, it was like truck driving. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we were just like truck driving and then like we put the station on and she would just fucking talk and tell stories. She literally like legitimately like had interviews and told stories and shit. And then she's like, it's a soft, it's soft rock for a busy world. Hang in there all. It's going to be okay. And I was like, <gasps> Delilah. I know. And like, that's the, it was like soft entertainment because like you were oh, entertained. Yeah, it was nice. It was enjoyable. When she came on talking, you were like, listen, but it was like peaceful. Oh yeah, for sure. It, yeah. It's, it's a good memory. When I think back to it, even though I didn't want to be in the place, it was something that I found refuge in and I liked it and I held on to it. It was good. Yeah. And well, she just had such a fucking soothing voice. Yeah, dude. There's a reason. There's a reason she became who she was. What if she's still doing it? Honestly, she might. Oh, God. Weird hiccup thing. Honestly, she might be. Yeah, I will see why. Like, if she can fucking like talk for, into a microphone. For all I know, she definitely could be on. I'm going to look it up after this. Look it up. Look it up. I think it's a good spot. Yeah. Well, hey, guys. Yeah, thank you so much for hanging out with us today and or tonight or whatever it is, morning. Whatever it is. Manana. This is the part of podcast where we say au revoir. Au revoir. Yeah, I know the song, but like, I'm so bad at references. Well, which one? There's like two different ones. There's like a happy, like actual French one. And then there's like a punky one by the front bottom. No, that's it's like, the happy French au revoir, one. au revoir. I bet you think I don't know what that means. No, not that. Definitely not that. <laughs> it's such a good song. Have you not heard it? No. I'm definitely playing for you after this. Anyways. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, so I am at a, actually I'm at a seven. 
I'd say 7.5. I, I was up and I came back. Yeah, same here. I went up and I came back down. Um, but yeah, once again, we're smoking on Kim Dog. So uh, if you like the strain, definitely hit us up with it and tell us your thoughts on it and your ratings. Previous episodes, we did that. Um, yeah. So we're going to send you out how we always do with same warheads, Sparkle. Smoke weed every day. I've been wavy for the longest, need the rest of y'all to catch up to me Turping gravy for my bong hit, so every hit is extra gooey Then I light it extra doobie, get high while I Netflix movies Pass it to my baby, muffled coffee in my face next to boobies I like to get high a lot, I like to get high a lot My girls take smaller dabs because we have to buy a lot I hate it when my light is lost, don't you too? That shit sucks, anywho I got shit to do Need a smoker then after fuck, no I don't wanna work with you All you other rappers suck, I Told you I got work to do, so will you please get off my nuts? Sorry, don't think I'm high enough. Nope, light another up. Coughing while we mob and drop the glob, and when the glow is up, 99 problems think I solved until I sober up. My squad do this often, we hot box, and if we pulling up, 99 problems think I solved until I sober up. My squad do this often, we hot box, and if we pull I like my like my light up like a spark. I like my it light up like a spark. I like my A king scrolling memes with scenes from Arthur. Sauce has terpenes, diamonds looking like it's tartar. All my friends grow weed, we got some inner city farmers. It don't matter if you broke or not, you can find a way to smoke some pot. Every spot is overstocked, and every block and open shop, and everybody's high. You can't even find a sober cop. Every night I'm stoned, then I zone out and play Overwatch. Then I get hungry as I'm looking for some shows to watch. Baby, plug me with some munchies, all of a sudden I'm dozing off. Then I get hungry. As I'm looking for some shows to watch, baby, plug me with some munchies. All of a sudden, I'm I like my like my It light up like a spark. I like my like my It light up like a spark. I like my like It light up like a spark. I like my like It light up like a spark. I like my like It light up like a spark. I like my like It light up like a spark. I like my like It light up like a spark. I like my like